Good evening, everybody, and welcome once again to the New Holland Tri-County Coaches Show. I'm A.J. Calver, and tonight I'm flying solo, as Kevin Beatty isn't with us this evening. He's working his way back into Bluffton Town. He'll be back next Monday night. But we've got a great show lined up for you. We've got that championship team, the Southern Wells Raiders, sectional champions, last Saturday night in a fantastic game. I've got four of their players here, and I've got assistant coach with me, Joel Rausch. It's going to be a terrific show, so stay tuned. We'll be back after this two-minute timeout to let the folks know how it all came down. Welcome back, everyone. This is the New Holland Tri-County Coaches Show. I'm A.J. Calver, and we are coming to you live from the Pizza Hut in Bluffton, as we do every Monday night. The food is great here. They're having a, another benefit tonight. I think it's the Norwell Band Boosters are here making money for their organization. You can do that as well. So contact the Pizza Hut. Food's always terrific. You're going to make some money for your group or organization, and it's a painless way to go about it. All right, Southern Wells. They started the year 2-10, and ten, lost about nine straight. They were dead in the water. But uh, the coaching staff, Ben Berman, we had him on. He was still confident. They were playing better. They were winning some ball games. After the sectional draw, they thought, hey, we can still win this thing. We're not done here. And lo and behold, last Saturday night, I don't know if it was a miracle or not, but we're talking with assistant coach Joel Roush here. Joel, the kid had two free throws to either tie or win the game with one second left. What were you thinking on the bench? Well, I, I'd be lying if I told you I hoped he made them. <laughs> of course. Um, but, you know, you start to think about what you're going to do if, in fact, he does make them, and then you hope and pray that you get the rebound to tell you the truth if he doesn't. And he misses both of them, and the rebound falls off crookedly right to one of their players, three feet from the basket, and he misses. Well, he had a little help in, in missing, in my opinion. We, we bumped him pretty good. Did you bump him pretty oh, good? Oh, we bumped him pretty good, and, and uh, he shot it into the bottom of the rim, and then they tipped up another shot that, uh, that, that was pretty far over the rim, and, and we knew it was over at that point. I mean, I think Berman said he, uh, his quote in the paper was it was the longest 6.8 seconds of his life. But uh, you didn't lead in that ball game until one of the young men we're going to talk to a little bit later here, Thomas Biddle, put in his only shot of the night, his first made bucket, and it was a big one because it put you in the lead for the first time. Well, if you're only going to make one, that's the one to make. Uh, <laughs> you know, Thomas is a really good player for us, and, and he had a really nice floor game. He may not have shot the ball well, but he had three or four assists, and he always plays hard defensively, and he was able to get his teammates some baskets. And, you know, it just happened that the ball fell into his hands at that time, and he did what he's supposed to do, and he made a shot. He made the shot. And um, this whole thing was set up. You played a Daleville team that in the first game of the sectional that you had lost to by 12 points the first go-round. Tell me about that ball game. Well, that was one that uh, we didn't think we played very well the first time we played them. Um, but we thought that that was maybe a turning point that first game in our season. You know, we hadn't played very well up until that point. We hadn't really, to tell you the truth, had a whole lot of fight fight to us at that point. And in that game, you know, it was chippy. It was aggressive. It was, you know, it was kind of how you want your kids to play. We didn't execute great, but our effort and our fight were there. And we think that that, you know, even though we lost that game, I think we won the next one at South Adams that next night. And so, you know, that really kind of, we, we like to look back at that and think that that turned our season and that loss. Then getting a chance to play them again and, you know, having to hear that they're the favorite, that they're the best team in the sectional, that we don't have a chance. John Harrell's 
website gave us an 8% chance to win. Oh, nice. Well, our guys took that to heart. Yeah. And, you know. Ticked them off. It, it did. And we competed, and, and you know, we were able to get a pretty, a pretty nice win there against, uh, against a, a pretty good Daleville team. And then after you beat Daleville, you got to run into Liberty Christian, who's won that dang sectional six times in a row. They've been a state championship team. It may not be the same. They're not as quality as the year, obviously, when they won the state. But this is a team that's used to winning, and uh, you were probably just a, a bump in the road as far as they were concerned. Well, and, and you know, I'm, I'm not sure that that's the case. I think they do a pretty good job of, of taking each team seriously. Um, and at this point, I think they're a little bit overscheduled. They're still playing the Marions and the Muncie Centrals and, and those types of teams. And so they've had experience against good teams. And, you know, I don't think they're going to take anything for granted. And they came in they came in planning, and, and I think they thought they were going to win. Um, we were able to get off to a really good start. We got a couple of back cuts and a couple of layups, and it was 7-0. They had to call timeout. And we never relinquished that lead. Now we got close a couple of times. They cut it to one, and then we were able to, uh, you know, to kind of regroup, if you will, and get that ball in the basket again, and, and, and get a few stops in a row, and, and we pushed that lead back up to eight or nine, and then we're never really threatened again. And then in the championship game on Saturday, you're playing a ball club that's mm-hmm. playing on their home floor, and that's always difficult. Yes, to, to defeat a team when they're playing at home. That gives them about a six-point advantage, I think, right there. Well, and then the game means so much to everybody. You know, the, you know Westdale's, they, they've had some good teams over the years, and, you know, they've had some success. But, it, you know, it, they were good about the last time Southern Wells was good, too. And so, you know, it just was a situation where both teams were very desperate to, to get a win and to get a championship. And, uh, you know, it, it just was... I don't know that the game was always well played, but it was certainly hard played and hard fought. And, you know, we were just able, you know, lucky enough, I guess, to piece together enough plays to win. Now, you yourself have got head coaching experience. Tell me uh, the journey you took. You graduated from Southern Wells. Correct. Uh, I graduated from Purdue with with an English degree in 1993. Taught two years, half days when I was at, at Southern Wells. When I just got out of college, I was still trying to help my dad farm. Then I moved to Eastbrook, and I was the uh, the assistant under a guy named Jim Irwin, who should be pretty famous to or familiar to Bluffton people and, so, and Southern Wells. Mm-hmm. And he kind of became my mentor. Um, and I was his assistant for six or seven years. Um, he was in a car accident, and that kind of was the impetus that, that, that led me to be the head coach at Eastbrook. Um, I was there for nine years, left there, went to Westdale for five and now I'm just finishing my fifth year at Southern Wells again. I'm back home. You're back home again. So that in that time at Westdale. So that for you was kind of a bittersweet experience having to play those guys. But it's been that way every year now in the sectional, right? Sure. Well, and we play them in the regular season too. Um, and you know, I, I've realized I have a lot of friends at Westdale and that I've missed terribly. And, and it was really, really good to see them and to, to be there a few nights in a row and, and get to see even more people who ordinarily wouldn't wouldn't have come to the game you know you get a you get a tremendous crowd when uh when when you're playing for a sectional championship and I got to see a lot of those people now did you ever win a sectional yourself as a head coach at Westdale uh, no I did not and neither I didn't at Eastbrook either um the closest we got I, I think Northwestern from Kokomo played in the state finals one year and they beat us 85 to 81 in the sectional championship that was as close as I ever got mm-hmm well, terrific stuff. Uh, we're so happy you could be here tonight. 
I know Coach Berman, who loves to talk on the radio, he, he's good at it, but yeah. uh, he would have been here. But I, it's, what, an ACAC uh, conference meeting tonight? Yeah, we have all conference voting tonight, and he really wanted to get up there and, and kind of sing the praises of the Raiders. Sure he does. I can't blame him for that. That's terrific stuff. Well, how about we take a two-minute timeout and uh, pay some bills, talk about some of our great sponsors, including New Holland Tri-County. And Kenny Mass wants to let you guys know out there that it's not too late to have your planners checked out. Make sure your meters are up to specs. Right now, New Holland will test them on their Kinsey test stand for $25 each. You can also test your John Deere meters there as well. If you've got a planner, a tractor, or for that fact, hay equipment, bring it in. Have New Holland's techs check it out. Then when it's time to go to the fields, your equipment's going to be ready. We'll be back with more of the Southern Wells Raiders right after this. Welcome back, everybody. This is the New Holland Tri-County Coaches Show coming to you live from the Pizza Hut here in Bluffton. And we're with the champs, the Southern Wells Raiders basketball squad that uh, didn't get off to a great start this year, but they've won six in a row, including three at Westdale, and uh, they're champions. And now they're headed to the regional. And, Coach, tell me about your next opponent. I believe I saw in the paper it was Seton Catholic. That is correct. Uh, I'm a little bit familiar with them. Uh, they were on our schedule when I was at Westdale, and so we, you know, we, we know a little bit about them. We have several, um, we have several opponents in common, um, and so we've been able to collect film, and we're in the process right now of, of getting them scouted and, and getting, them, you know, get, getting their statistics and, and you know, looking at you know, maybe what we're going to try to do against them. Now, they're an 8-18 and 18 ball club. They had to win two or three games in the sectional as well. So they came in maybe overlooked, but perhaps their schedule is, is tougher than most normal 1A schools. I think it might be, and I think they, uh, I think they got a little bit fortunate. Uh, Blue River Valley, one of their, one of their better players, uh, had, a, had a knee injury, um, I think, on Friday night. Now, that's not to discount them. Right. That's not to say that you know, they, they would not have won anyway, but... You know, I think that they they had a little bit of uh, good fortune in the bad fortune of uh, of Blue River. Uh, tell me about the regional. Is it a one game or a two game? It is a two game. Um, there's a ten o'clock game, which will be Southwood and I believe North Vermilion, and then we play at noon and we'll play Seton, and then the winner will play that day, that evening at eight o'clock. The winners of those games. And Southwood, pretty fair. Uh, Southwood is number three ranked in in Class A. They're I think twenty three and two. Pretty fair. They're a they're a very nice ball club. But uh, anybody can beat anybody on a given day, and unless you get by uh, Seton Catholic, it doesn't really matter, right? It, it doesn't matter one bit. And we're going over there with one thing in mind, and that's to uh, that's to advance. That's a that's a good thing to do. All right, let's talk to some of the young men you brought with you tonight. And uh, we'll start with uh, a young man by the name of Roush, Cree Roush. Cree, how you doing tonight? Let's try it again. There you go. Hold it up there. I'm not doing that. That's good. Uh, your dad's here. Tell us who your mom is. My mom is Chris Roush. And you, you're any brothers and sisters? Peyton Roush. Okay. Um, and you are a, what, a, a sophomore this year? Yep. And uh, what other sports do you play? I play football and I do track. All right, so you're busy. You're a busy guy. Yep. What position in football? Tackle, in defensive end. All right, so you're one of the bigs, and maybe 200 pounds, maybe soaking wet. Yep. Okay, about six two. Yeah, around there. About there. 
Uh, so you're you're an obviously an inside guy. You're looking for bounds and boards and yep. and uh, the dirty work, right? Yep. So what uh, what was the of your of the three games you played? I mean, the championship game obviously is the, is the topper of all. Definitely. But which game do you think you played the best in? Championship game. Okay. How many bounds did you get? You know, only five bounds? or six. Only that's you know. Because his dad would never be be satisfied. It wouldn't matter if he had twelve. Oh well, <laughs> that's the way coaches are. You know, so they just the, the jerks. They just won't. Ne- you're right. They're never satisfied. Yep. I can. You say get that. used to it living with it. I bet you do. <laughs> and what do you do on the track team? Are you a thrower? Yep. Shot putting discus. Shot putting discus. And uh, what was your best last year? What are you looking to do this year? What, what are your I'm looking goals? to break 40 in the shot put. Okay. All right. That's you got to have goals. you got to set goals, and once you do that, then you know where you're at. So um, were you on the floor with uh, two seconds left or one second left and the mm. other kids shooting free throws? Yeah, I was. I was boxing out when the Townsend kid got the rebound and put it back up. And uh, if that would have gone in, would you have heard about that from your father? Probably. <laughs> Were you boxing out? Were you boxing out your guy? Did yeah, you? but it, yeah. What happened? How the ball? How the ball get in their hands? Town kid went across the lane to get it. Okay, did a little crisscrossing and yep. got it, huh? Well, that's terrific stuff. Um, how many points did you have in that championship game? Fifteen. All right, so you were putting the ball in the hub. You you were doing your job in there. Um, did you start last year? Or is this your first year? This starting? is my first year. This is your first year. Barely played any varsity last year. Okay, well that's good stuff. Well, we talked about your mom and your dad. Who are your grandparents? Uh, Rick and Cheryl Roush. Okay, good. Appreciate that. And 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 uh, Cheryl and or Susie and Wayne Reinhardt. Okay, got them. Got both sets. And you guys, you start thinking about that because that's you, that's coming up next for you guys. You gotta you gotta know that. All right, what other activities are? I know you're in a lot of sports. That takes up a huge amount of time. And dad expects you, and mom, and you expect yourself to make good grades. Uh, any other activities that you're involved in? Uh, not really. 4-H or no, nope. nope, just sports and sports and grades will do it, right? Yep, All pretty right. busy. All right, well, Creek, appreciate you being here tonight, and we'll get a chance to talk to you before the night's out again. But uh, why don't you pass that down, and we'll give that to um, Thomas Biddle. Yep. Hey, Tom, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Is it Tom or Thomas? Thomas. All right, it'll be Thomas then. And uh, one stinking bucket the whole night. You play how many minutes, but it turned out to be a pretty important basket, didn't it? Yep. Uh, with about seven seconds left, you uh, drive the lane, bank one in. Yep. Feel good all the way? Um, not exactly. Not exactly? I, didn't, I did not think I was going to shoot it. I was trying to I was kind of try to drive and then pass it out to Colton Paxson. Uh-huh. And then... I thought, and I thought he was going out to Colton, so I just continued to drive. And then I bumped into him, and I didn't, I you, couldn't find anyone to pass it you to. Were so no I just, man's land. Yeah, I just threw it up and prayed it would end. And it did. Yeah, turned out okay. It turned out okay. Yeah, that, that's a good thing. <laughs> what other sports are you involved in other than basketball? Uh, I ran track last year, but I think I'm just going to do basketball this year. Okay. I don't know. That track team can use all the help they can get, right? You know, but. Um, <laughs> In a small school like Southern Wells, you're all, you know you almost have to be involved in more than one sport. But what other activities are you in? Uh, campus life, Carnes um, Crazies. I did that this year, and a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, pretty good time. That's about it. Okay, uh, tell us about your family. Who your mom and dad are? Uh, Teresa and Kevin Biddle. 
And any brothers and sisters? I have two brothers, Joe and Zach. I don't have any sisters. Okay. And uh, your grandparents? I have uh, two of my grandparents are Janet and Dave Darty, and then I have another grandmother, Linda Biddle, and then my other grandpa passed away. Okay. Well, good. Well, appreciate that information, and um, a terrific feeling. Uh, you know, you make the bucket, you got the lead, it's back and forth, and you're forced to file. I think it was Colton. The Colton Paxson that, that filed with the, a second and a half to go. Uh, the kid's driving in for an uncontested layup and broke the pressure. Um, what are your thoughts as he's getting ready to shoot those free throws? Well, honestly, I've, I'd rather have him shot the free throws than just drove in and shot like a, a layup. A, yeah, because, I mean, I think there's just too much pressure on like that. The t- that time, shooting those free throws, I think I don't think he would have put him in. And, I mean, obviously he didn't, but... I think I'd just rather have shot the free throws, honestly. Well, it turned out to be a pretty good decision. And did, uh, did Coach Berman uh, give you the old uh, Hoosiers after he misses the two free throws, this is what we're going to do? Yeah, he just well, basically just said rebound, which didn't really, <laughs> which didn't really, really happen. <laughs> didn't really happen either, did it? <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. All right, let's talk to uh, Cameron Lytle now. Hey, Cam, welcome back to the broadcast. Thank you. Nice, nice being back on. You bet. Uh, when the last time you were on, did you think you'd be celebrating a sectional championship here? Well, you know, I had hopes that we would be, but, uh, you know, anything can happen throughout the season. So it's always good to be celebrating one. Now, you're a senior, one of those senior leaders, and when you got off a good start, 2-1 and one on the year, but then it went to heck, because that's what I have to say on the radio, folks. <laughs> but it's... Uh, you ended up being two and ten. Did anybody give up? I mean, did everybody have their heads down, or how did how did seniors? How did you dig yourself out of that hole? You know, we just kept working real hard at practice every day. Um, you know that that was a there was a, quite a few games in that spurt that we were up a lot of the game, and it just came down to the fourth quarter where we just couldn't finish making shots. Uh, they couldn't miss a shot. You know those kind of things, and. It helped knowing that we were right there the whole game. And, you know, just us seniors kind of kept kept encouraging the kids because we've been through some rough seasons. You know, everybody has. And so just just little things like, uh, you know, we're going to go get the next one. Or at least that wasn't our last game. We've got practice tomorrow to go get better, those kind of things. So... Who else? You know, you got Kane here. We're going to talk to him in a minute. Any other seniors on the team? We have uh, five other seniors: Caleb Pugh, Ian Cloetter, um, Jordan Bauer, Jordan Zerinsky. Who am I missing? Parker Blevins, okay. and then Kane and I. All right. So it is a senior-studded team. You got a lot of leadership, which is what you need. And um, I, I got to give you guys the credit for not letting the team go south, you know, give up on the season. And uh, But you've had success, and the last sectional championship was in 2011, so you guys haven't ever won a, seen a sectional one, other than maybe uh, you were in grade school or middle school about that time. But uh, that's just great stuff. Let's talk about your family a little bit, who your mom and who your parents are. My uh, mom is Nikki Lytle. My dad's Ron Lytle. Um I'm the only child. My grandparents are Phil and Joni Hoover. And then uh, I have a grandma, Carolyn Nelson. Er, yeah, Nelson. And um, 
Marilyn Lytle, and then my grandpa passed away a year and a half ago, and his name was Nelton Lytle. Well, you know, it's um, they're very proud of you, I'm sure, and I'm sure they were they were there. If they weren't there at the game, they were there in spirit. Um, tell me about other activities you're involved in at school, other other sports, other activities. I play golf. Um, and I was a member of student council for a couple of years, and I was part of the Carnes Crazies last the past two years, I believe. Good stuff. Any pets at home? I forgot to ask. I, you I do have a dog. What's the uh, dog's name? Coco. What kind of dog? She's a chocolate lab. Oh, beautiful dog. Good, yep. Good girl. All right. Oh yeah. I, me too. I got one at home. That's who I'm going home to tonight. So. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Good stuff. Well, thanks for being here, Cameron, and talking with us. Let's pass the mic over to Kane Moore, senior member of the squad. And, Kane, thanks for being back. Thanks for having me. You got it. Um, your thoughts. It's coming down to the bitter end. You're battling back. You haven't been ahead the whole dang game. And uh, Biddle goes up for a, a, a prayer, and it, and it goes in. What are you thinking then? Um, I was like, wow, we're up. <laughs> we're ahead. Uh, I don't know how that <laughs> happened, but we're ahead, right? Just Battling back and forth is just crazy game. I feel like we're never going to get out of the hole that we dug. Yeah. What uh, what part did you play in it? Um, defensively, really. I only had three points in the game. Sometimes that doesn't really matter. It's not the points. It's the it's the effort. It's setting your teammates up. It's getting the boards. It's playing good D on your man. And uh, who were you guarding that ball game? Were you playing a zone or a man? We're playing zone. zone. And then at the end, we had to go man and pressure him. Mm-hmm. Try to get the ball back. Yeah. All right. Well, terrific stuff. What other sports are you involved in? Um, I used to be in track, and then the last three years I was in football, but I decided not to play, and I was part of the Carnes Crazies this year. Okay. Um, other activities? Um, nothing really. Nothing really. Drama club, uh, the 4-H. Uh, you know, Southern Wells has a drama club. I interviewed their drama coach. That's right. This yeah. is the first year. Yeah, and good guy. Seems he knows what he's doing, and uh, so a lot of opportunities, even in a small school like Southern Wells, right? Yeah. Okay. Did we talk about your your parents and your? Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's let's have it. Who your mom and dad? Uh, my mom is Tammy Moore. My dad's Jack Moore. Um, Brothers I, and sisters. I do I have a little brother named Jared Moore, and then an older sister, Arianne Moore. Okay. And then my grandparents are Linda and Jerry Carfield. Um, I have a puppy. His name's Maverick. And then what kind of ma- what kind of puppy is Maverick? Uh, a Wheaton Terrier. Oh, those are beautiful dogs. Yeah. And then I have a nephew named um, Brantley, but we call him Bam because that's his initials. Um, is he going to be an athlete? That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal, huh? All right, we're going to talk to the guys some more, but uh, we're going to pay the bills right now. Take a two-minute timeout and hear from some of our great sponsors. One of our top sponsors here this this season has been Velocity Motors, and they're located on the north side of town. And if you're looking for a truck, my friends, you don't want to, you know, trucks are expensive. But if you want a four-wheel drive truck, I got one for you. I don't, but Steve Fiesel does at Velocity Motors. He's got an 07 Chevy Silverado. It's a 4x4. It's an extended cab. It's dark blue. The color's right. It's got new tires. A Z71, it was 12.9. He's reduced it for this show tonight, 11.945. So 11.945, if you're looking for a truck, go talk to Steve. He can get you financed if you need help there. 
and uh, great people to do business with. We'll be back with more from the Southern Wells Raiders basketball squad right after this two-minute timeout. Welcome back, everybody. This is the New Holland Tri-County Coaches Show. I'm A.J. Calver. Kevin Beatty is on assignment, I think, down in Savannah, Georgia, but I believe he's on his way back home now. There hasn't been a lot of sports going on this week over here in Wells County. Um, our congratulations to Bluffton, the basketball team there, and their coach. They played a terrific sectional. They beat a couple teams that had beaten them earlier in the year, and they got into the final game, but then they were defeated by Canterbury. It was a close one, but the final was 53-46. So Bluffton comes in runner-up in their sectional, but still finishes the season on a high note, played well, and uh, all those guys, Coach Benedict, everybody's to be congratulated. There was a middle school wrestling invite at Adams Central over the weekend. And uh, some of the local lads from Wells County did great. Bluffton's Landon Birch was the 117-pound champion. Um, a few seconds and thirds, Eli Johnson of Norwell was second. Um, let's see if I can find another couple of uh, second places. Uh, Cameron Farmer of Bluffton was second overall. and uh, But they scored some points. So those middle school programs are going to develop some high school wrestlers and uh, not everybody can shoot three, so that's why they have wrestling, guys. All right, we're going to be back here talking with the coach and with um, some of the four of these guys that, that helped win that ball game. Coach, um, you play mostly zone. Is that, is that what uh, Coach uh, wants to do? That's correct. And, um, but you say you, ha- you, you, you ended up having to go to man-to-man. Why? Well, at the end of a game, you don't, number one, you don't want to give up a wide-open three. Um, secondly, we picked them up full court to make sure that they couldn't just roll the ball up the floor with seven seconds to go, and we wanted to make them take some time to, uh, you know, to work the ball up the floor. Unfortunately, we didn't get the ball stopped very well, and um, you know, they, they, they really did run a nice inbound set where they threw it in, and then the, man, the young man who took the ball out of bounds was able to sprint right up the middle of the floor. We didn't get that denied very well, and he got ahead of steam going at us, and that's why we had to foul. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just a crazy game. You're battling back the whole time. You're down early. Uh, they're playing on their home floor, which we talked about. It's, sure. it's definitely an advantage. Um, but, you know, now, now what? Where, where is the regional going to be played at? We are at Frankfurt High School. How, how big a gym is Frankfurt? It's probably five or 6,000 people. It's a really, really big place. In fact, uh, the movie Blue Chips mm-hmm. was filmed there. Really? Yes, it was. Um, and so, it, you know, it, 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 they used it as the university um, in, in the movie. And so it is a rather sizable arena. And what, uh, what's the travel schedule? When will you go there to practice? Uh, we'll go there on Wednesday night. We uh, practice from 5.30 to 7, so we'll leave pretty quickly after school and, and get over there and try to get back because these, these young gentlemen need to uh, be ready. to rest. Right. Well, and they need to be ready to go academically. Yes, they do. That's for sure. Um, and what is it, about an hour drive over there? Uh, it's almost two. Almost two, yeah. yeah. Uh, will you take school buses or will you go in cars? Uh, we'll we'll take uh, we'll, over to practice. We'll probably take too many buses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the coaches will drive us over, and, and we'll go over and spend. You know, it's 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 really a nice time. Um, you know, to be together. There's not a huge. There's not that. There's not a lot of pressure at that practice. But it is nice to get in the building and to you know to be able to shoot in the surroundings that you're going to be in. And you know, that's primarily the uh, 
you know, the reason for that, for that practice is just to get get used to the shooting environment, the background, those types of things when we're over there. Yeah, Jim, that size, it's obviously going to be a little bit different than, than playing in the old Raider Dome. But, you know, I think we're uniquely prepared in that because it is a domed, it's kind of a domed uh, a gymnasium, and so, you know, maybe that'll help us out a little bit. Can't hurt, right? Amen. All right, amen, brother. All right, let's talk to the guys one more time, and we'll just go in the same order here. And uh, speaking to the coach's son... One of his sons, anyway, and uh, what uh, what are you thinking about? Uh, did you play much travel ball this year, or, or over the summer? I've never played travel ball before. Never played. You you going to get involved this year? You think or no? Probably not. Probably not. Um, what you know? How do you how do you get how do you work on your skills? How do you get better? Honestly, it helps having a father that's a coach. Yeah, that that doesn't hurt any. And he does coach the big guys, right? Yep. And when you're just sitting at home all the time, and he gets up at eight at four in the morning and is ready to go, <laughs> that that's a problem. <laughs> you don't get to sleep in, Cree. Is that what you're telling me? Sometimes, but not a lot. Get up and go. Now you were named after a fairly famous basketball player. Uh, who 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 might that be? I'm not very familiar with him. Dad, you want to tell the story? Well, his name's Cree Smith, and, uh, you know, I haven't always been a Purdue fan. Um, But, you know, since I graduated from there, I am obviously now and and was. Um, But, you know, Cree Smith, I just thought it was a neat name, and he was was not not the best player in the IU program, but was an unselfish teammate and just a great guy, and you could tell his teammates loved him. And for some reason, that name stuck with me. And for our second child, it seemed very fitting. It, well, a, a great basketball player at the collegiate level. Do you have any goals or aspirations or dreams someday to to move on beyond high school and play play sports? I'd like to play somewhere in college, but I don't think that I'd like to go big. I'd like to just play at a small school like Taylor or something small like that. Huntington maybe, even yeah, St. Francis, something like that, yeah. NAIA, where yeah. you can – Still get a great experience, good education, and um, still be close to home, and still be fairly close to home, and and you know not going, you know, you know, you're not going to go play in the NBA someday. And yeah, it's that would be a pipe dream, right? Yeah. All right. Well, good. Well, let's uh, let's pass the microphone down here, and uh, we'll talk to Thomas Biddle, uh, Jr. And uh, Thomas, what about you? What what are some of your goals for the near future? Like is it next year or yeah yeah next year the year after I mean you got um, you're you know that that senior year is going to zip on by yeah I mean hopefully next year since we're losing I mean our best player probably our best shooter I mean hopefully I can step up and take his role and who's that Jordan Bauer and he, yeah the coach said he was the best player in the gym the entire sectional and you guys would probably agree with that right yep how big is Jordan uh like five ten five eleven he's a short guy. Little guy, yeah. In basketball, that's a little bit. Uh, anyway, but uh, so he's graduating. So how many how many juniors are on the team? Um, is there four? Yeah, I think there's four. There's me, Reed Schaefer, um, Colton Paxson, Mason, uh, Michael Sutton, and uh, Caleb Woodward. Okay, so so you're gonna have a good senior class next year. Yeah, it should be all right. How about you? What, do you think that Sports has any any possibilities of going on for a, of playing at at a, at a next level up? I mean that'd be nice if next year I was able to 
do enough to get into college and I mean small college play somewhere. I mean, do you want to go to school somewhere? Yeah, I'd really like to go somewhere and play. Like it's always been a dream of mine. So hopefully next year I can get good enough to fulfill that goal. I hope you can too. Let's talk to Cameron about that. It's a a little bit more coming right up for Cam. Uh, you know, senior year is about almost over. One more season to go after basketball, and then it's. Uh, did you tell me you're going to the military? No, I'm not. Okay, what are you going to be doing? Well, I'm not completely decided yet on what I want to do, but um, I think for right now I'm going to go to Ivy Tech, get my uh, general studies or whatever you call them done, and I'm kind of tossed up between going to Ball State for communications or going to um, Jeffersonville for mortuary science. Okay. Know anybody in the funeral home business, do you? I do. Uh, there's a funeral home in Montpelier that I am that I know a couple guys that work for them. Okay. And so it's just kind of been an odd thing, most people would say, that I've liked, that I've wanted to do. I don't know. It's uh, I grew up living right next door to a funeral home. And my buddy, is his, he was the nephew to the funeral home director. So, I mean, we would go down in there and we'd... We would take bottles of a bombing fluid, the empties, and throw it in the river and shoot them with rifles. Nah, you can't do that stuff anymore, but that's, you know, back in the day. <clears throat> that's good, you know, and it's a uh, a thriving business if you're good at it. And uh, us old guys like yours truly, it's not going to be long. You're going to be putting me in the ground. So always plenty of customers. Well, best of luck to you. Thank you very much. You got it. All right, I'm going to talk to you one more time, though, but let's talk to Kane Moore. Kane, next year, what are your plans? Um, I plan to uh, attend IUPUI, and I, I've decided maybe finance. Maybe a finance go that route. degree. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Or accounting, just whatever. There are all, always people that need to know the best way to handle their their monies, and uh, you know, and if, if you got a finance degree, you can always find work. Yeah. All right, that's good stuff. Well, you've got the microphone right there, Kane. Why don't you give us a shout out? Somebody out there in radio. Oh, um, shout out to my parents, Tammy and Jack, um, Ian Cloetter, my best bud, um, and Bam. Shout out to my nephew, Bam. <laughs> oh, Bam. Bam at home, huh? Yeah. Bam, Lamb. All right. Yeah. Good. Well, listen, thanks again for being with us, and congratulations on a terrific senior season. Uh, why not? Let's just keep it going a couple of games longer. Yeah, that's a, that's a good plan. plan. All right, good <laughs> job. All right, why don't you pass it back over there to Cameron? Cameron, how about I shout out from you? Um, definitely, mom and dad, um, grandma and grandpa. Definitely, my grandpa. He's been a really, really big role model for me. Um, my girlfriend Juniper. Um, you know, any any of our friends that are listening to this. Uh, hopefully we, hopefully they can all make it out to Frankfurt Saturday to come watch us. Hopefully bring home a regional title. All right. We hope so too. Congratulations. And thanks again. Now, Thomas Thank you. Biddle. Yep. That's what I'm saying, Thomas. Okay. Talk to me. Uh, yeah, my parents, I'd like to shout them out just for, I mean, always like my dad wakes me up in the morning, go down, lift weights, all that. I mean, he really pushes me and my mom's always on my side about everything. Um, Reed Schaefer and Jordan Zerinsky, like countless hours going to the Y or another gym we have right over by the school. Um, just I love how they push me and I push them and it just really helps. And also my girlfriend, she's a cheerleader. So I mean it's always she always has my side and what's her name? 
Jacelyn Kinsey. Okay. So, yeah, just name time here, huh? helps having her there and everybody else. So, yep, that's basically all. That's it, huh? All right, yeah. great. Again, thanks and congratulations. <laughs> all right, Cree, your turn. I'd like to give a shout-out to my mom, and I'll go ahead and give my dad a shout-out, even though he's sitting right next to me. Okay. And all my grandparents, and definitely the bench mob for keeping all the noise in the gym when we travel. Good stuff. Well, guys, it's been a it's been a fun ride, but you know it's not done yet. It's uh, you got a game, a very winnable game, I think, uh, in the after the morning game, and then just see what happens after that. And uh, coach, uh, what are your thoughts about? Uh, let's how about a shout out from you. Well, we spend so much time away from our families as coaches that obviously I want to shout out my wife. Uh, you know, she's very, very giving of her time or of our time together, and, and she lets me go and do this, do this. you know, because she knows I'm passionate about it. Um, I'd also like to shout out my son who's sitting next to me, but also to uh, our, I coach our big guys, our post players, and we refer to them as the post brothers. The post brothers, all right. Yes, and... Uh, you know, those guys have become really, really special to me. And, you know, we spend so much time together. Uh, you know, they came and, and we, we did workouts um, all the way from April to the end of the school year at 6.15 in the morning. We came two mornings a week. And those guys are just really passionate about getting better and about about being good players. And, you know, they're great guys, too. So, you know, I'm, I'm very, very proud of them. And, um, yeah, you should be very proud of them. Let's <clears throat> talk a little bit about your relationship with Coach Berman and any of the other assistant coaches you have there? Well, Coach Berman kind of saved my coaching career, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, when I left Westdale, I was uh, I was pretty convinced that I was done. Um, you know, it so turned out that, that Cree's group needed an eighth-grade coach, um, and I, he asked me if I would do it, and I reluctantly said I would, and I'm going to tell you, it was one of the best experiences of my life. Um, you know, I got to teach the game. You know, I got to do it at a level that there wasn't a lot of pressure to win, even though we, you know, we obviously wanted Coaches to. Coaches always put pressure oh. on themselves. Yes. But, you know, getting to spend that time with him where I wasn't the head coach of, of an entire program, you know, I got to be a little less. I, you, you just put a lot of pressure on yourself when you coach your kids to make sure that you treat them. As fair, fairly, not, yeah. Well, and to make sure that no, there, there's no question about favoritism. Right. And so, you know, with my older son, I kind of went a little too far probably that way. And, you know, it really – it didn't hurt our relationship, but, boy, it got close a couple of times. And then I was able to just be a little more relaxed with Cree. And now that I'm not the head coach there, I, you know, I'm able to just work with his position group. And, you know, and it's just been a really good situation. Um, I can't say enough good things about Coach Merman. He works his tail off. He loves our players. And, you know, he's just – he's exactly what these guys need. Terrific. How about who are some of your other assistants at help? Um, well, our JV coach is Kyle Penrod. Uh, Kyle probably has one of the best basketball minds um, of anybody I've ever seen. He can look at something and dissect it almost immediately. Um, you know, he really is invaluable in, in that respect. And then our, uh, our, our other assistant, he should be our freshman coach, but we only have one freshman in the program right now. Uh, is is Nathan Bussey. Uh, he's a he's an Adam Central graduate, and you know he's a guy that's got a lot of promise as a coach. And then our volunteer assistant is only a couple years older than a lot of these guys. His name's Bryce Bonowit. 
Um, he played at Southern Wells. I remember just, Bryce, yeah. Yeah. And uh, our, le- our basketball program leadership uh, award is named after him. And so that should tell you what kind of young man he is. And, yes. you know, he's just he's so great to have around. He's a uh, he's just a source of tremendous energy for us. And, you know, as an old guy, sometimes I need that. Sure. And, you know, he really supplies that, and it just keeps me young being around guys like that. Well, Coach, congratulations, and uh, give our best wishes to Coach Berman, and hopefully uh, several of these young men are going to get all ACAC awards, and that will be announced later in the week. And, obviously, best of luck to you come Saturday. You know, I'm sure the kids will play. They'll give it all. They're not going to leave anything on the bench, and uh, you, you, you see the prize. You, you know, you could – you get that position where a, a team with 20-something wins, uh, a little pressure on them, you know, not to mess it up, right? So. Well, we have to get through that team with eight wins first, though. You do, you do. Well, again, congratulations. Well, thank you so much. And thanks for being with us. Uh, reminder, coming up on WZBD tonight, right after this broadcast, we're going to have the Pacers game. We're going to join it in progress. They're playing the Milwaukee Bucks tonight, and that's a game the Pacers need to win. They're playing at home. On Tuesday and Thursday, we've got radio auction at 6.05, so make sure you listen. You can always pick up some great deals on our radio auction. Wednesday, Hits or Stoves will be on with Bob Adams. Following that, the Pacers are playing the Utah Jazz. And then Friday, the Pacers are playing the Hawks on the radio on WZBD. And Saturday, we are right now, we're working towards trying to find some advertisers and put those Southern Wells Raiders on our radio station for the basketball tournament. So if you're interested in advertising on that particular ball game, give us a call at the station or call me, A.J. Calver. I'd like to thank Steve Rouse back at the studio for making sure we stay on the air and doing all the work on the board, our technician, uh, the Pizza Hut for providing us all the great food, obviously the athletic directors who helped me get the talent here, the athletes and their mentors, the coaches, and all of our sponsors, including our naming sponsors, New Holland Tri-County. Ken Mast does a super job out there. Make sure you see him and get that equipment ready for spring. And I'd like to thank all of our loyal listeners who support the best game in town, high school athletics. This is A.J. Calver wishing everybody a great evening. We'll see you next Monday night. Good night, everybody.